So hello and welcome along to playirepredict.com. It's a special show here today. It is the Corfin Gaelic Games Championship Prediction Game and we're delighted to be to be joined by an array of high-profile names and stars as you would expect uh, by our good neighbours up the road. I'll get it out of their way first. I am the guy from the small parish next door and from Milltown will get the guys will remind us about a certain game that happened recently as well. But today it's all about Corfin. It's all about this new prediction game that they have on Player Predict and I suppose We'll come to Tom Grady first, the Corfin chairperson. Tom, why did you come along with this, get on board with this game? What is, what's your ambition for this game or where do you see things going? Yeah, uh, uh, thanks, Jonathan. And uh, thanks everybody for, for joining us uh, this afternoon. Um, I, I think there are a lot of games out there for other sports, but this is a unique game for us in the sense that it's the Gaelic Games Championships. And uh, I think it, it actually works really well on top of the fact that we're in a very compressed season. So the championships will get run off over the next two months. And therefore, you know, running a prediction game, which looks at hurling football, camogie, ladies football, and, and having a league table that, you know, you can get to its conclusion, you know, in eight weeks. Is, is really unique and you know we, we fancy that there are a lot of uh, GA gurus out there who are just dying to have a go at uh, making the big calls and deciding who's going to win what and uh, be, be on top of that league table so part term what I predict for this game was really uh, an overrider for us. Yeah and of course you've talked about you know seeing how people have been are going to be doing the predictions and there's always a bit of fun element I know from playing with a couple of guys on a, I suppose, a similar variation during the Euros that's ongoing as well. It's a bit of fun back and forth, but uh, we've all brought together players and people that have done a lot of their talking on the pitch as well. It's a, it's a huge gallery. As a, I always look up the road, envious of time. They, uh, they, they look at even look at the people on the call at the moment here, like to, to run through the names. It's a who's who. It's a household names. Kerfin is a club that's known up and down the country. Um, so we'll just introduce everyone at the moment here. Of course, with Kevin O'Brien, current manager. Um, Three All Ireland uh, titles uh, managed through that reign as well. What a successful reign! With Gary Kais needs no introduction whatsoever. Galway Finn. Then at the ladies' football, we have Rosine Leonard, still a current uh, Galway player. Uh, and then Finn, without with the greatest respect, probably wouldn't be known much for the small balls. So we brought in a, a blow in. Um, to be joined by former Galway goalkeeper Fergal Flannery as well to to give us and look at the small ball because we do have that competition uh, part of this uh, curve in competition as well. So uh, welcome to everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Um, we will probably, let's have a little bit of a chit chat. So there's a couple of games uh, on the competition that you have, Tom. So as the first one, we'll start close to home. It's the men's Connacht football uh, title. It's it's one of the ones. And of course, before we get into it as well, there's some great prizes there as well for anybody that wants to play along. You can, of course, join and play ourpredict.com. We will send out more links. They'll all be shared on social media as well. But you have some good prizes there as well, Tom, but just before we get into the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, Jonathan, there's uh, over 850 euro worth of prizes with the first prize of 500 euro for the person who is the, the most expert over the next two months. And uh, I think second prize is 200, 150. So there's nice prizes there, but I think the bragging rights are probably more uh, for, for most people than the, the actual money. But the, the money definitely uh, will help, uh, I suppose, store the interest. Absolutely. And we might get James now to, to pop it up on screen. We'll go through a little... Uh... I suppose a walkthrough just how the game takes place. Uh, you just join playerpredict.com. You will from there. I think links will be sent out uh, to everybody as well. But once you're registered, 
Um, it's quite a simple process. Well, it's simple in theory. You predict the winner. That's uh, often the easiest part. But we'll see there the first various competitions. We have the men's Connacht Football Championship, the uh, uh, and then all the different provisional, provisional, and then all Ireland. And we also have included um, the ladies' football. The Camogie is there as well. And then on the hurling side, we have Munster, Leinster, and uh, the All Ireland, the Joe McDonough. And if that isn't enough for you as well, and the somehow there's still people tied, there is some tiebreakers there, which is a, I suppose, a little bit of a look around the various sporting fields in as well. You have Conor McGregor, you have the Lions, um, the uh, number of medals for Irish medals in the Olympics. I saw Liam Sheedy talking during the week about he wants to get it to 10 in current years. That might be a bit of an ambition, uh, ambitious for now. Formula One has mentioned the upcoming British Open as well. Will Shane Lowry hold on to that title? And of course, the Euros there as well. So they're just a, a little side spin off. But the focus really is on the, uh, the, the main Gaelic Games competitions. And uh, as you said, Tom, a, a good bit of fun and banter coming through on it. Um, I suppose we will start close to home then as well. It's the, the Connacht Gaelic football men's provisional title. Uh, we all have, I suppose, eggs in the basket in this one. We all have probably head and heart moments of who we want to win and who we expect to win. It's been a little bit of disappointing, uh, I suppose, last couple of weeks in particular for, for Gaelic, fo Gaelic football, the way it's just that I was up in Plonus as well. Gary, I think I saw you from me as well with your TG Car uh, hat on as well there. Uh, probably the best way to sum up that game is a game that we lost three or four times and uh, each time seemed to be a worse time than other. We'll go to you actually, Gary, considering you were up there on it. How, like, to me, looking on the outside in, it's probably going to be a little bit more disappointing. Yes, it was losing the game. Yes, it was relegation. But for me, it was the manner that they lost the game. And to, it, it was hard to come away from that game without being deflated for the year ahead. Am I going too much into that, Gary? Um, maybe not. I think I think it's it's one of those things. I had my my heart in my sleeve as well because I was in there before Christmas with them as a, as a member of the panel. So I had a fair idea where they were at and what their aspirations were like uh, for the league. And I'm sure two out of three wins were were aspirational. And to be fair, the performance in June against Dublin kind of gave me a bit of hope. And then it was a championship fever a little bit up in the Clonus. And I think the the naivety of some of the younger fellas came to the fore, unfortunately. That being said, um, going forward to kind of championship, I'm tipping Galway for the kind of championship based on what I saw in Clonus because there was so much good in it too. Um, they had the opportunities, they were in the right place, just didn't pull the trigger or just made a, an incorrect decision on the day. The learnings out of Clonus are going to be enormous. And I think um, with the news that Killian O'Connor is out now for the season as well, um, it makes a, a, a real um, a real opening for Galway to drive on. And if they win Connacht, who knows? Just You know, just don't know. They have a panel of players and... Um, as I said, I was a bit deflated coming down the road, but as I went back and looked at it again, I think they really have um, they really have improved over the three or four weeks of the league. And I think there's an opportunity there for them now. Kevin, I'd be just curious to come to you then as well, just from a managerial point of view, because I looked at that game and I was kind of scribbling, I was working at the game as well. So I was kind of scribbling down notes and it was almost like I put the jinkers on it because my notes, particularly from the second half, were praising the new kind of uh, performance, the new bit of steel at times of how Galway showed for obviously they blew it at the end, but for large periods, I thought there was a defensive shape going in. I thought they were running the lines very well, akin really to what you see with a Kerpin team. And it was nothing, Kermalai as well was cutting it through. I thought it had a very good game. And I was going through all these good things, and then it was undone, as Gary kind of touched on there, by individual mistakes. How is it in the dressing room after that? It looks like Porrick looks to be extremely deflated after a game of that. When 
probably not something that you're used to too much. You're, you're st- it seems like you're winning all the time. But to manage a situation like that, that's a tough couple of weeks now for Parik and his management team. Yeah, you know, I think so. But, I, you know, you have to, I suppose, look at the advantages of it as well. You know, Galway have gone through, you know, a tough game against, you know, a very good side in Monaghan. Um, you know, I think the start of the league, you know, poorly. But, you know, after that, you know, good, good game against Dublin. And I think that game against Monaghan, you know, the management team and Park would have learned a lot. Um, I think the extra time will stand to them uh, going into a kind of championship. And, you know, uh, you know, to me, an awful lot of players, you know, stood up down that day against Monaghan, you know, then put in a good shift. And um, there's a lot of youth, a lot of experience. And I think, you know, the game against Roscommon the next day, you know, I think it's obviously winner take all going into this championship. But they were going to, you know, the winners of that, hopefully Galway will go into, uh, you know, on our final you know, really looking forward to that and with great confidence. So, um, you know, I think, you know, Park, you know, they will, have, they will have learned a lot from that day, I really do. And I think the players will, you know, have really grown in stature, get that extra 30 minutes and uh, I think it will stand them on. So I'll put you on the spot then as well in front of everyone. Who's your prediction going to be for, for the Curfin game, for the Connacht uh, title in football? Who, who are you pinning in? I, I, I think, you know, I, I go back to what I said already. I think the Gore Ross Conlon game, I think the winners of that game will Win kind of for me, and, I, and listen, we're all hoping that's Galway. I think they've, I think they've went to it well. I think you know, they've a good panel of players. They've a lot of youth and experience. If they, if they can get that blend right, I think if this team gets confidence, they'll be, they'll be hard stuff. Very good. So that's uh, Gary as well. I think you predicted Galway as well. Is it? That's two, two, not ahead of there as well. So that's two for Galway locked in. This will be a, a great start. Uh, let's uh, join Rojin as well. Uh, very welcome as well, Rojin. Um, uh, I suppose quickly, just uh, I hope uh, everything is going well on the injury front as well. I know it must have been a, a difficult time for, for you, so hope all is well on that regard. But uh, you're looking over uh, at this as well. Are you going to join the crew and uh, jump on the Galway bandwagon that seems to be picking up a bit yeah, of speed? Yeah, I, uh, I think the Killian O'Connor injury is massive. So I probably would have been leaning towards Naomi before that, even though I'd be I'd be killed for it. But uh, <laughs> no, I think, the, I think I agree with the lads there. Um, the the few last few minutes of the Monaghan game really just put a bad twist on it, but it was a very good performance. Other than that, so yeah, I think I go go is a. God, this is great uh, motivation talk uh, here coming <laughs> coming straight away. Uh, let's bring the the view of the the small ball on, on board uh, here as well. Fergal, w- welcome on board. Thanks for joining us uh, today Thanks. as well. Are you are you going to join the ranks in this Galway re- revolution here? Yeah, I think I have to know at this stage now. So uh, <laughs> we'll go, we'll go, go. I think yes. So very, that's an easy, an easy decision, I suppose. Uh, yeah. I think Tom, you're the only one left here. It's almost like peer pressure. Uh, are you going to go, uh, go on the opposite side and try and pick up points uh, that other people might drop off? No, I, I think my heart would, uh, would uh, take over, and I definitely have to back up. I, I, I agree with Roshin. I think the Killian O'Connor loss is huge for Mayo. Um, they, they had been showing great form, but. Uh, that changes the dynamic for them. Very good. So I think, James, you can do us all as a favour there and just show people how we lock in. Uh, an easy decision, but it seems to be by the consensus of the room here. Uh, lock in Galway on screen again. So it is uh, select your answer pretty much. And you'll see that the weighting scheme or the scoring scheme is slightly weighted as well towards favourites as well. So that brings another dynamic into the game as well. Mayo, um, this was probably set prior to that, uh, the news about... Uh, uh, the, that unfortunate injury there as well to one of their marquee players. Um, we'll see how that develops over the course of the year, but it would be seven points available for a Galway victory here as well. If you want to go to the outsiders, uh, and let's hope uh, from all of us in our maroon tinted glasses that it won't be 
Roscommon are available at a good point as well. And they do have the option to look elsewhere across uh, Connacht as well. We saw it last year, with uh, particularly in Munster uh, and up north in Ulster as well, how uh, we saw a couple of surprise uh, winners of the Provisional Championship. But uh, um, there is, I think it's 30 points available for, for any other teams there. So uh, we will see how that goes. But I think that's been an easy decision so far. Everyone is locked in. Uh, locked in Galway so let's uh, let's look a little bit down south then as well just to have a little bit of a, a fun and going through this then as well we're looking down south at Munster um, I think I can probably tell as well that this is going to be a nearly kind of easy not easy decision but I think we're going to get a lot of people agree that they uh, that the men from the green and gold are probably going to be the ones to be victorious down south um, caught on the hop uh, last year uh, in that fateful day down down against Cork um, probably at the at the, the spoke really of the championship, the way things it f- flowed after that. I think uh, we, uh, we'll talk about who we think will win the All Ireland a little bit later on. But it's uh, if you're looking for contenders, I think you're going to be looking at at Kerry. I suppose anyone else want to disagree? Anyone else looking on board? Uh, uh, I don't think are we going for the the rank outsider again with Tipperary, or we'll open it up here. Anyone? I suppose anyone going against Kerry is probably the easiest way of, put, of putting it here. For, um, and anyone going to be brave enough to put it on the on the on the on the, on the film here? That's a that's a no all around. Uh, Gary, I see you shaking your head there in almost a disgust. Uh, you fancy <laughs> Kerry to do to do well this year? I actually have them tip for the All Ireland. Um... I've uh, I've seen up close, and I think they're they're after learning an awful lot, and I think the break actually came to a great time for them. They're an awful lot of hurt, and I'd say down in Kerry as well, the amount of abuse they would have put up with over the last year and a bit um, would have been fairly heavy. Um, they've circled the wagons, and they're the the young players that are now the leaders have been exposed to an awful lot, and they've also grown up very fast over over the lockdowns. I think as well. So your Tiffords and your Sean O'Shea's, these guys, their game has uh, changed a lot. And they've adapted and are definitely playing a more efficient and they're playing a more Dublin-like style. Um, and they've got that little bit of class then in the whole lot of it. So I just think, I think they could be possible um, All-Ireland contenders, if not the All-Ireland champions at the end of this. Okay, so you're giving us an insight into possible two of your predictions there as well, not just Munster, the, the All-Ireland through as well. Uh, Rogine, I have to say, I was down in Tralee, maybe it's about a month ago now, is that where they absolutely taunted us in that game and I was so impressed, I have to say, even just with small things in, in the warm-up. Sometimes you can tell the team is really on it. Um, I have a couple of close friends down in Kerry there as well. They, as Gary said, they've taken a lot of heart, a lot of abuse. It's been a long yeah. time for them. They're just chomping at the bit really here and some class forwards up front as well. Yeah. Oh, I think their their forwards are probably um, like first or second in the country anyways. But I think any team, like I don't think the defensive games like style will will beat Dublin so I think the only team that's going to really um, challenge Dublin is a team that goes at them you know in a smart way and I think Kerry have been working towards that now for a few years they have definitely the best chance attacking wise and I think I suppose if they can tighten up their defence a small bit which they seem to have done I'd say they have the best chance like Gary I'd be saying if anyone's going to beat Dublin I think it'll be I think it'll be Kerry yeah, we'll come to you, Kevin, then as well. Um, I'd say you might have a few sleepless nights if you're trying to uh, put a defensive plan if you are coming up against those carry forwards. Um, just incredible raw pace, incredible raw skill. Um, they seem to have skillful forwards on a conveyor belt down there. Uh, are you going to go against the room? Or are you on the kind of carry mini bandwagon that's developing here as well? No, yeah. Listen, I think I think Kerry, for me, uh, you know, they have class forwards, but uh, I think they also have a solid midfield and um, you know, their wing backs, you know, 
Gavin White, Paul Murphy in particular, like those two guys, what they bring to the attack as well. Um, you know, they're like having seven seven attackers with those two guys. Um, I think another advantage they're going to have as well, they will have a competitive monster with, you know, Claire did very well, you know, showed good promise this year in the league. And, you know, with Tipperary and Cork as well, you know, they will be battle hardened going into an All Ireland series, which I think would be a big advantage to them. Um, you know, which Dublin probably won't get that uh, competitive uh, competition in Leinster. Yeah, Kerry, that's Kerry, another one locked in. Um, Tom, uh, you joining on board again? These these ones yeah. seem to be going. Everybody seems to be agreeing with each other uh, at the moment here. Uh, it's hard to look past Kerry, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think they've got they've they've learned their lesson. I think they they took their eye off the ball in Munster last year and got caught in the hop by by Cork. Um, I think they're very focused on you know getting. Uh, uh, Revenge, I suppose, for the want of a better word, for that, and 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 also driving on. I think they, they laid out their their stall pretty clearly against Dublin in the in the league as well. You know, with their intent, and uh, I'd agree with the the comments that yeah, I can't see beyond Kerry, and I would be hopeful that they can go all the way and uh, maybe take Dublin. It would be the purest final, wouldn't it, as well, if it was a, a Dublin Kerry final again. If they were to meet, um, would be quite the quite the encounter, right? Fergal, just a little bit of a tangent on this one, because I don't want to, you're probably going to, I'm not sure how much of your big ball knowledge is, but I suppose the one criticism, slight criticism at times about Kerry is their lack of a, a kick-out plan and how they've opened up. I think personally they've improved it a lot, but as a keeper, um, how important, I know the puck-out and kick-outs have become so important, uh, particularly in the last couple of years, I think everybody refers to a goalkeeper nearly as a quarterback now. It's a lot more pressure on a, a keeper than maybe when you might have been starting off when the thing to do was just lash it out as far as away from the goal as he could. Massive, yeah. Um, I know from even being in there the last couple of years, everything is nearly driven towards the puck out. Like, obviously, it's the starting point of, of each play. And um, from when I started playing with Galway, like it was way back in nine or ten years ago, there was, there was only maybe half the emphasis on puck outs as it is nowadays. Um, Kerry seem to have adapted great to it, uh, like every other team. But um, yeah, it's absolutely pivotal. pivotal. Huge. And are you going to join on the Kerry bandwagon here as well? I uh, do, yeah. Yeah, seen, going by what I've seen the last couple of matches, uh, Dublin game, Galway game, uh, there's no scene past them, to be honest. Yeah, and I think that's another one that's probably going to have a lot of people agreeing uh, and locking in Kerry in that, in that competition. And Dare I say it, if we look to uh, Leinster as well, I think we can keep this one very, very short and brief. Um, I think I asked a similar question, can anybody stop Kerry? I don't think uh, nobody can stop Dublin, uh, particularly in Leinster as well. Uh, I see Kerry shaking his head as well, <laughs> again at it there as well. But uh, it's, a, it's an impossible opposition, particularly with the, the championship structure is that there's still no back door this year in Gaelic football. Um, for me, looking in, if you're at the opposition teams in Leinster, you're almost saying, what's the point, really? Um, nobody can stop the dubs in Leinster, can they? Surely not, or anybody uh, anybody want to be brave enough to, to go against that? No. no, shake of heads all around. I think I, I think, think we will only, keep that, only keep that one short and sweet. Jonathan, just one comment on that. I, th I think the way the point system are set up for Leinster, that it, it almost tempts you not to back them for Leinster. Um, because you only get one point for Dublin, I think you get 15 points for Mead. You know, if, if the unthinkable happened and they were beaten, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you could win the league on that call alone. <laughs> It'd be a brave call, though, Tom, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be a bit uh, kamikaze, all right. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Want to talk about putting your eggs all in one basket, but that is that is part of the fun then as well. And you did raise a, a good point there, Tom. It's not just predicting the winner. Sometimes you have to go for the outside horse, for want of a better choice of phrase. The way the weighting game uh, point system is, you are rewarded. As we saw in Connacht when we brought it up on screen that time a little bit earlier on. There's a huge difference between picking the the, the who everybody perceives as the front runner as opposed to maybe going for the outside bet and. Uh, Definitely, if you were doing it last year in both Munster and Ulster Championships, you would have picked up a lot of points um, that way as well. The All-Ireland title, I think, uh, competition, we've all kind of touched on it um, in little bits and pieces here. Uh, it's pretty much probably going to come down to Kerry versus Dublin, uh, the way things are, are going as well. Um, can, where, do we, where do we see our, our predictions going in this? I think it's probably, I think the, most of the ones so far have almost been you know, nearly everybody's going the same one. I think this is the one that'll probably add a good bit of excitement to it. And again, with the weighted system, the All-Ireland winners, uh, I suppose, if, if we go around the houses there as well, Rosian, I know you've touched on it a little bit earlier on. You fancied maybe Kerry to put yeah. up them. Are you going to be brave enough to yeah, put them all the way? Yeah, like if you're going to go for it, I suppose you only get you won't get many points for getting Dublin right. You know, and there's a better chance of someone beating them in All-Ireland than Leinster. Like, you know, if you if you go for Dublin and Leinster, you're nearly guaranteed that point. You know, whereas um, yeah, I think I'll go for someone different. I won't go for Dublin, the All Ireland. So then it's going to come down to probably Kerry. Like they have the best chance, best like I was saying, the best attack. So I think if uh, if you're going to go for an outside bet, that'd be a good one. Yeah, no, I have to agree there as well. Uh, we go around the houses there as well just to get a few more views on it. Uh, Gary, you're next on the screen here beside me. Um, Dublin, Kerry, or anyone else? For the All Ireland, Gary's mic is gone and he's almost uh, in shock. I think of uh, going against. Uh, sorry, else. sorry. Um, no, no, I, I've seen. Um, I've seen Donegal up up close. Um, in the last couple of weeks, and if they come through Ulster, I think they get a crack at Kerry in the semi final. If they do, I'd be worried for Kerry because I think Donegal might just have enough weaponry to stop them. Um, if Kerry gets an honour final against Dublin, then I give Kerry a chance. But they have a fair bit to negate before they get there. I don't think Dublin are going to have any of them stumbling blocks. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to say the eventual winners will be Dublin, um, unless Kerry come at full tilt. But I, I just can't see how they're close. They are close, but again, the Donegal game is going to be an awful dangerous one for them if they have if they have Donegal in the semi final. Yeah, that's the thing, really, Kevin. We saw uh, Donegal. Uh, probably, maybe it's too strong a choice of phrase to say one of the greatest shocks in modern football and you know, the last, definitely the last 10-15 years when they defeated D Dublin that time I think it was, a, it was a shock to a lot of people uh, it's almost a scary proposition uh, what it would have been like had that game gone to the, the, lay, the lay of the land really and gone with the results that many people expected at the time had Dublin won that one there the, uh, the empire that they've created would be twice as much but um, do, you, I, do you fancy is it, is it between Dublin and Kerry as well for you Kevin or are you looking maybe up north as well of course the, the Ulster uh, Championship is available for, for, for uh, prediction there as well it's another one if you want to get on board it's a competitive one as well but uh, your thoughts on, the, on the, I suppose the overall All-Ireland Dublin Kerry or, or where are you thinking yeah I think I think Dublin Kerry uh, final for me you know I think you know, Kerry's hit it there I just think it's very hard to predict who's going to come out of um, Ulster, you know, I think you know, it's probably up to Tyrone or Donegal with them. They just feel that Armagh could cause a bit of an upset to one of those two teams um, along the way. But I think it'll come down to a Dublin Kerry final. Um, you know, it's very, very hard to call. Um, I think they're you know, two fantastic teams, and I think 
So I think if Stephen took something back to Dublin, he'd be he'd give them a major advantage. And um, I think you know, for me, I think uh, if I was to call it, I'd go with Dublin. But I'd probably, for the purpose of the, this exercise, I would go with Kerry. Very good, very good. Uh, uh, Tom, you're next up here on, on the screen beside me. Um, I suppose, well, maybe we can look into it a bit more as well. Some people, the outside bet is maybe one of the Ulster teams will come through and create a bit of opposition. Probably Donegal or a lot of people. I know a lot, a lot of people are Jerry, but the recent victories as well have been getting a little bit of momentum, maybe on the right-hand side of the field as well. But for the overall All-Ireland, you, uh, where, where's, your, where's your mind hand when you're kind of making your decision here on, the, on this game? Yeah, I think firstly on, on Ulster, I think Ulster is so competitive and also so unpredictable. They seem to play their best football in Ulster. And by the time they get to Crow Park, they, they tend to have left that form behind them. I mean, their track record hasn't been good in the last 10 years, you know, when they do get to Crow Park. Um, I agree with the lads. I think it's a, it's a Kerry Dublin. Um, I don't see, you know, the kind of champions being, you know, uh, major contenders in it. Um, I, I just think Kerry and Dublin are that bit ahead of uh, all the other teams at the minute. Um, would dearly love to see Kerry just end it. <laughs> you know, I, I think it, it a little bit of it's it's almost becoming monotonous that uh, Dublin are such a machine at the moment. Um, that uh, you'd like to see, you know, uh, a, a new winner. And that would probably, I'd be going against my head saying, carry. Very good. Well, uh, I think, I think they, uh, not that there's any anti-Dublin bias or anything like that, but I think there's a lot of the romantic nature of the football and world would like uh, Kerry to win just because, to me, I grew up watching the Kerry teams. My father was telling me all about the Kerry teams. They always have that style and aura. And like David Clifford, just uh, if you can watch him up in, in the flesh and hopefully we get more people in at the games as the longer the summer goes on like what a player he is it's just unbelievable one of the one of the greatest i've seen in recent times as well so they are a joy to watch uh fergal we'll pick your veins i think this is probably one of the last few um big big ball questions uh we will ask you on um your your thoughts on who you're going to predict for the uh, for the all-ireland winner yeah, I I learned a valuable lesson when I was playing the I predict game for the Euros now that it's not really knit or set in stone who's going to win. If you're going to pick a, a one-pointer, it's not always the way. So I think I think I look at the point system before I okay. pick uh, the team in that, but I'd be looking towards Kerry as opposed to Dublin. Probably more points out of that. Very good, very good. So uh, a bit of a mixed bag there. I think a lot of people, what they, I think it's going back to the whole head hair thing. There's a lot of people what they think might happen and what they want might happen. And then there's the slight dogs in the, in the, in the long grass, like you, Fergal, there as well, looking for the, for the maximum points. Uh, it adds a bit, it certainly adds a bit of a excitement to it. Um, Rosian, I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot now as well. So uh, don't feel under any pressure whatsoever. But we are, of course, uh, also uh, predicting the, the ladies football all around winners as well. It's one of the competitions here on it as well. Um, I suppose from a from a goal point of view, it, it's hard, even though it's a couple of months on from that fateful freezing cold morning, I may add, up in up in Dublin. I was about to say Crow Park, but it was Dublin last year as well. That fiasco where yeah. I was walking in the door of Parnell Park and then I got a text uh, saying the game has been moved to Crow Park. And I was like, what the hell? Let's not get into that too much. But that day, that performance... Uh, that defeat against Cork left a, a bitter taste with me. So I can only imagine what it's like in the camp. Um, it, motivation it's, uh, for the year ahead. 
Yeah, it's hard with the way that game went. You know, you'll have everyone blaming what happened on the way and, and the circumstances, but sure, we'll never know now if we were going to be good enough anyways. But uh, yeah, with, with regards to this year, uh, there's obviously the main two, Dublin and Cork. And then I suppose, uh, like we were saying about if you're looking to try and get some extra points or, you know, the differential, you'd probably be looking then at Gaul ladies, Donegal, uh, I suppose I'd have to say Mayo. <laughs> um, <laughs> that hurts. Hard for me to say that, yeah. You'd have always those few that, like, depending on their day, um, anything could happen. But I think if you were going again with your head over your heart, the main two would be the Dublin and Cork. And they're, I know they're playing the league final this evening. So I suppose no more than what we were saying about the men's. Um, everyone wants to see Dublin beaten just for a change. I think it's the same now with the ladies. I think the the Dublin ladies have had enough success and I think somebody wants to see a different face at this point, no matter who it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I have to just to add into that conversation as well. I think a lot of people um, uh, looked at, you know, you look at the star players in, say, the men's game, the likes of the David Cliffords of this world as well. But um, again, another player that I was had the privilege of watching in the flesh latcher as well from our Amy Mackin, like what an absolute baller she is. And that goal that she got against uh, Dublin in the in the semi final was just as good as anything you'll see in the world as well. Surely Armagh are into that conversation as well, are they? Yeah, a little bit I with that? more more recently, yeah. And she is definitely one of the best players, and she'd be the the female equivalent, I suppose, of David Clifford. Her skill is unbelievable, but they play a nice style as well, Armagh. Like they play a kind of an attacking game that you wouldn't um, usually associate with the northern teams but uh, no more than the men's as well Ulster is very competitive and those any of them Ulster teams in the ladies they're all really really difficult to game um, we have Donegal obviously in, in our championship group but I think there's another group there I think Mayo are in a group with a few northern teams it'll be very difficult to come out of that group but yeah there's a few I think besides the main two there's a, probably a, a chase and pack there that have all kind of an equal chance on their day anything could happen you know yeah, I have to say personally, um, I know obviously you've uh, you have uh, legs in the camp or, or what or whatnot, so it's a difficult to put you on the spot. But for what for me looking onto it, it's this seems like one of the more difficult ones to predict uh, because yeah. even though you do have the dominance of a, a Dublin again in this case, it feels like there's a, on the on a day uh, any team can beat another team. It seems like a, a difficult one to predict. Yeah, it's similar kind of to the hurling, you know, where like. The football, I suppose, is a case of the best team nearly always wins. But um, with the hurling, like any, on any day, Galway, Limerick, all the hurling teams seem to go at it and anything could happen. It's similar enough to that in the ladies' football that, you know, some days we go out and have our best day and then the next day, you know, car crash. But, um, yeah, I think if you're going to go for an outside bet, like I think I saw there, um, Tom sent me a screenshot. I think it's 10 points for the Galway ladies to win the Ireland. So I think everyone should put down the Galway ladies. I sort of say, are you going to be brave enough to say it on camera? Oh, then? <laughs> I'll, I'll be putting down Galway ladies anyways. Okay, are you going to force the room to put down Galway as yes, well? Yes, I, I, like, I think they agree. should all uh, jump on the bandwagon. Uh, I suppose an open is out to the floor. Is anybody brave enough to, to go against Roisin here? Question for you, Roisin. Will you be back? Because uh, that, would, that would have a big influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um... I'll have to buy a new ankle for myself and see how I get on. But uh, I know it's coming along. I'm back playing now, so hopefully I'll be I'll be take, taking some part in it. Very good. Very good. Uh, so I think I'll repeat that question. Is anyone brave enough to go against Roshan here? Or is the peer pressure going to be enough? I think yeah. everyone else should just uh, nod and smile. Isn't that what they say? And we'll all lock in Galway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one to predict. I have to say it's uh, one of the more open. 
uh, competitions and uh, definitely, definitely something to keep an eye out over the course of the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, there's one more that I've been reminded on to touch in a little bit more depth. We must have some Ulster followers as well because I kind of inadvertently skipped past that one as well. We touched on it a little bit in terms of the All-Ireland uh, contenders, but uh, no more than the ladies' football, the Ulster Championship, I think it's probably akin at times to the, I think, Tom, you made a good point there as well, where a lot of football has been played in, uh, in Ulster. They're almost worn out at times. The Munster Championship feel where everything is left on the, the provisional and then by the time they come to knockout, uh, it can be a hard one to continue that form on as well. But it's another one that's wide open. I think probably Donegal are probably many people's uh, favourites. Um, but it's so wide open. You see very good form. Armagh kind of in a bit spice of life as well. Of course, Tyrone with new management as well. Um, Kevin, we'll, we'll, we'll come to you. And where, where are you thinking in terms of Ulster just to wrap up that side of town? Um, I think it's a different one to call. I think that, you know, you, Tyrone and Donegal are probably the two teams in it, you know. Um, you know, I think just, you know, a lot of people say about Dublin's dominance, how, you know, it hasn't been good for the game. I think the total office, I think, has been brilliant. You know, you look at the way even Ulster football has developed in the last few, you know, two or three years, you know, there's higher scoring in the league than ever before. So uh, everyone's trying to, you know, to get up to them. But I think, I think it's going to be really tight. I just think Donegal are probably that step ahead uh, in terms of their progress. And I think, you know, they'll probably come in feeling that they left uh, an Ulster title behind them last year. So I think uh, I'd be tipping probably uh, New Gaul for a bit early. I think, I think Armagh could bring something to this championship as well, but um, they get a young, young team and um, they're, they're starting to come well, you know. And actually, James popped up the um, scores on the on the screen there as well. It's so competitive. And also, you have such a uh, vast array of point and um, score and uh, different variations as well. So this, I think, if anybody's trying to make up ground, Dare I suggest a couple of the other provisionals are maybe a bit more set in stone or maybe two horse races at, at most. Uh, Ulster here is one that you uh, have a potential to do to do the Fergal on it there as well and go pick up, try and rack up points. Um, Gary, you're next over here as well. Uh, Ulster, I think I heard you touch on Donegal earlier on. You'd be banking them to to secure to, to secure your points. Yeah, um, I have Donegal as my points uh, with Armagh coming close second. As Kevin mentioned there, they're playing a nice brand at the moment. I think that. Uh, Tyrone are off the pace a little bit. Um, I've seen up close, and I see them against Donegal in the first game, and I just don't see. I just don't see how they've um, evolved yet under Brian Law or under the new management. Uh, I think there's a bit of a miscommunication going on, and I think they're susceptible to big scores against. I think if Tyrone and Armagh met at the moment, I'd be back in Armagh. So overall, Donegal are the team for me. Uh, I think with Stephen Rochford in their in their camp as well. They've got a very astute operator and and they seem to be looking at a grand plan rather than a, a Ulster Championship. So I, I'd say Donegal by, by quite, a, quite a margin in, in, in Ulster, actually. There's fate to the, to the former manager as, as well. Uh, Tom, your, uh, your selection up north, what are you thinking? Um, Donegal has got a lot of the view, or like kind of a lot of the early kind of pointers from people, um, but it's, it's wide open at, at times as well, isn't it? It is, and I, I think, you know, as you said, you can probably pick up points here because, you know, on any given day, you can get a surprise in Ulster. Um, I think a lot of the focus on Donegal is, is based on, you know, the form last year and the expectation last year. Um, they've, they've definitely progressed a bit this year, and I would say Donegal probably to win, win Ulster um, if it goes to the form book, which it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it's sometimes uh, sport just kind of puts eggs on our face. Uh, Rojin, just to get your choice in uh, on the Ulster football uh, men's. Uh... 
Yeah, um, uh, I think um, I think I'd go for an outsider there. I'd just go for something random to try and get points where other people don't because Ulster is, has to be the most unpredictable one. I'd go for like a Monaghan, something completely. Get a few extra points. Very, very good, very good. Uh, doing the doing the Fergal on it and speaking of Fergal, yeah, Fergal, yeah, Fergal has the right <laughs> he's, he's giving away some trade secrets here by the by the sound of things. But no, you are very right. There, there. This is one that's uh, because it's so wide open. There is such a scale, and uh, like obviously, if your competitors beside you um, are, are getting the same points, uh, they pretty yeah. much nullgate themselves out and neutralize themselves out. So there is a there is a, an opportunity to to look at other options. And Fergal, where where's the outside man going here? Where where are you? <laughs> Where are you headed? Well, I, I was down in Milltown last night watching Gary play, so his knowledge of the game seems to be fairly good. So I'm just going to follow him for that one. I'm going to go with Donegal as well. The checks in the post for that one there as well. No doubt, no doubt as well. Send, a, send an invoice across uh, there with Rona. And thanks for, for, for bringing up that game as well. That's uh, very, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just joking. But um, that's uh, that's a lot of the, the football and the ladies' football um, covered. I want to. We'll probably hone in now on Fergal's expertise, despite him giving a, a few low blows there a couple of seconds ago. To we'll we'll try and put him on the spot here now as well. So over to the small ball. Um, look, let's let's start with with Leinster. Um, I suppose uh, Galway, uh, who I think a lot of people in the in the, in the call here will probably be tipping there a lot of people outside the call are starting to tip as well with the kind of you know pretty decent uh, league form you'd have to say um Shane O'Neill's at the helm now for for you know that nice little period of time where he's starting to get I suppose his aura his shape on on the team impressive in the league ended up you know winning that, that side of the group in the league as well um I suppose we'll look at Leinster first anybody going to stop Galway um well, I've picked Galway from the start. I think they're going to win the Ireland, to be honest. And, um, you can never write off a Kikini team. Um, the I know they haven't they haven't showed massive things this year yet. I know they're on the, the easier side of the, the draw but uh, for the league, but you can never write them off. Uh, Galway style of hurling this year is, is absolute class. Uh, Shane O'Neill has come in and a new manager can go both ways. They can go bad or can go good might take him two or three years to, to get what he wants what style of play he wants but the lads seem to have adapted unbelievably for that um so i think i think always definitely for Leinster and i right and is there anybody else in in the dark horses if people are looking for i suppose go against the grain that's um, us here in galway for looking for points in in, in Leinster you're going to uh, uh, there, there, is, there is but you you want the you want the bankers too don't you well, I suppose there's times there's both ways of, of looking at it there. Um, but uh, you can look at it upside down as well. <laughs> uh, there we go. It's, it's, it's such a not going against the grain there. But uh, um, look, I suppose like Kenny, as you touched on, or the probably we saw the Leinster final last year where uh, it, it felt like the game was won, uh, no more than the, the Monon game in the, in, the, in the Gaelic football this year. Um, where we thought everything was going rosy, you know, a moment of magic, maybe a little bit of a mistake in the defence and the goal goes in and that course and probably had an impact really on Galway's season in the end. We saw injuries played a toll. Um, that extra couple of games weren't needed. You really want to be, I suppose, on an overall point of view, you want to be taken, obviously in Hurland, we do have the, the backdoor option unlike Gaelic football, but really, I think it's paramount really that you you go straight through the main road, isn't it? Uh, yeah, ideally, but... Uh... As you said, anything can happen on any given day. So 
you have to be prepared for all all scenarios. Um, but ideally, uh, you want to be looking at the best scenarios going forward. You know, you want to be um, picturing the good things happening as opposed to the, the negative things. So hopefully Galway will pull it out of the bag. You're locking in Galway animals for Leinster. That one, yeah. Uh, let's go across. Uh, Tom, you're next there as well. Are you going to keep your maroon tinted glasses on or going to try and pick up points? Um, no, I think it's hard to back against Galway. Uh, their, their league form definitely looked you know, very impressive. And uh, I'd always worry about Kilkenny. I mean, they, they also looked impressive in their side of the league. Um, had a, you know, a couple of big wins and you, know, you, you just wouldn't know in a Leinster final, but yeah, I, I back Galway. And you, Kevin, um, always suppose when you're getting an aura of a team, the likes of Kikenny, there's always a bit to that. I suppose Wexford will probably fancy themselves a little bit to, to try and go on a bit of run, build up some momentum like they did a couple of years ago. But uh, are you going to join the and stay on, which we seem to be agreeing a lot of things uh, tonight here. Uh, you going for Galway or where, where's your mindset in, for this yeah, one? Yeah, I, I think Galway, I think, listen, new management in and their biggest success has been very little talk about them. You know, everything seems to be good in the camp. And uh, I think this goal team were very, very good, but they were probably uh, one of their weakest points in the last two or three years where they weren't getting goals. And they seem to overcome that now and are banging in the goals as well. So uh, I think they'll, they'll come out of Minster uh, easy enough, I think, to be honest. There's fight and talk. Gary, you thinking something similar? Yeah, I, I like... Um... I like looking go at the moment with Carl Mannion and Joe Kenny middle of the field the last few days was very exciting for me and some of the stuff they can produce is fantastic. Uh, Evan Island's playing some great stuff as well and uh, the Coonies are playing. So uh, things are coming together nicely. They've got a good uh, good bit of health as well which is key and I think as uh, as pointed out there if you can go straight through the main the main, uh, the main main exits rather than go down back door routes you're going to be in great shape. So I think they'll come through Leinster as Kevin said fairly strong and uh, hopefully drive on from there. Clean sweep for you, Rogine. You're going to join the room, join the consensus here. I think I'm going to have to join on this one. Like I wouldn't. It's usually you're, you don't want to back Galway unless you know you really think they're doing well. But like they're one of the best teams in the country at the moment, so you're definitely going to back them when they're in form. So yeah, I definitely put down the Galway hurlers. Very good. Well, look, that one was probably a straightforward decision for a lot of people. A lot of agreement there as well. The next one, though, Fergal will come to you again to start off the the hurling chit chat. Um, Monster. Monster Championship is renowned. Um, there's a bit of, uh, I suppose, an aura with the Monster Championship. It's uh, they pride themselves down there in particular <laughs> on how good it is. Um, it's at sometimes it's at the detriment because, uh, as we touched on maybe a little bit with Ulster football, it takes a little bit of energy out of the legs. It becomes so focused, but a difficult one to predict here again. Where where are you thinking? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, even growing up as a young lad, I don't think I was ever out in the lawn pretending to be a Galway player. I know it's hard to say, but I was. I, was, I, was, I always wanted to be Brian Lohan or I wanted to be uh, Davy Fitz or someone like that, you know. And it's it's weird to think about when you're when you're growing up and thinking about things like that. It was it's weird to think about now, but that's who we grew up thinking about, and it's because of the Munster Championship and the way it's run and the way it always has been. And uh, I think I think Limerick. Can't be looked past, to be honest. Um, if I was to pick anyone else uh, in the country to 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 win the All Ireland, it would be them. It's between themselves and and Galway. Uh, Tip and Cork, uh, they're so unpredictable. Uh, they can come out and they can blow you off the pitch, or they can go into their shell and you won't you won't see them for the rest of the game. So 
Again, it's hard to predict. Um, the Monster Championship brings out different things in different team, teams at different times. So uh, I'm going to predict Limerick for this one, I think. Okay, so you're kind of going against the grain there, so, because I would have thought that the four points available for Limerick in this one is probably the one that's potentially open. But then again, yeah, I'm going to go be brave, brave enough to go past Limerick as well. Uh, but you're, you're locking in uh, Limerick. Uh, Tom, uh, oh, sorry, you were going to say something else? No, 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 go on. So that's, locked, that's one locked in for Limerick. Uh, to me, Tom, I think this is a, an opportunity to gain more points here as well. If you're brave enough to go against Limerick, uh, there's some high points available for the remaining teams in Munster. Um, where are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I would always kind of see Munster hurling and Ulster football <laughs> being, you know, that having that unpredictable nature that, you know, you know that you can have these upsets. You know, if, if Cork are on their day, they can blitz you. Um, and, you know, I, earlier in the season, I would have thought Tipperary, you know, were showing good form, but it's just, I think Limerick used the, the, the league to experiment and blood new players and probably came out of that knowing more and having a better squad. So I, I, really difficult to see beyond or past Limerick for, for Munster. Okay, so it's too green for Limerick so far. Uh, Kevin, just a slight little tangent on that as well. And it's a good point that Tom touched on there. Using the league, uh, obviously, in Hurland in particular, you can claim the relevance of how important it is. That's a, an argument for another day. But it's a brave call by the management to try and refresh the group. It's a group that's been together for quite a while. They've a lot of air miles on the clock together as well. From a management point of view, that has to be a brave call, kind of making such a... Because everything is done in the open eye then as well. And you saw a couple of question marks and you probably saw how it affected John Coyley in a, in a couple of statements that he said, probably under the heat of battle. But it's a brave call by a management team to, to make that decision out in the public eye as well. Yeah, I, I think for me, a lot of it is freshness. They're just trying to keep the keep the group fresh. Uh, you know, if you think about the changes they made last year, probably wasn't that Ireland in terms of the half-back wing. Um, so I think I think he's smart on that one. I think he's just trying to keep the to keep the guys on their toes. Um, you know, and I suppose the other thing about the league this year, you didn't have the options of you know making those changes maybe in, in challenge matches behind closed doors, etc. So you kind of had to be up front and out in public with them. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna win the competition on this one. I want to go for Cork. Uh, I'm gonna get my tin points in the bag and you know, back enjoy. Um, you enjoy I, the running game, then, do you? You've been uh, impressed by that running game. Yeah, I just think they're. I just think they'll they'll bring something to it. I think, you know, will they be in that Ireland final? No, but I think you know Cork to win Munster and Limerick to have a big save that way. Interesting choice, uh, Gary. Are you, uh, Kevin has put a spanner in the works there as well, gone against the grain <laughs> a little bit. Uh, are you going to join fourth? Yeah, I'm going to go for a value bet. I'm going to go for an outsider completely. I might say Waterford. Um, I think if they were to meet meet Limerick in the morning, I think that'd be a 50 50 shot. I think Limerick are streaks ahead of everyone else, but for some reason, uh, Fergal might say something different, but for some reason, Waterford and Limerick, that seems to be a 50 50 shot. Now, Waterford a fair bit to negate to get to Limerick, but if they were to get them, I think uh, I'd give them an outside shot and they seem to be a huge value on points as well. So I'm going to go on a way outside there for that and say Waterford. Wow, okay, Fergal, you've really set the tone here in terms of going for the outside points. I can see yeah, a chuckle in your face. Do you, do you want to come back in here and have a chit-chat with him? <laughs> 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 Just the laugh says it all, does it? <laughs> no, I'll leave it that. Leave him to that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Roji, let's hope that Fergal doesn't laugh at your prediction. <laughs> what is your prediction here for, for Munster Hurling? Yeah. 
I go for Claire, so. Oh, God. <laughs> no, um, I'd say I'd do the same as Gary there now and the other lads, because this is one that can actually anything happen, so I definitely wouldn't be going for Limerick then in the Munster. I'd go for my dead certs in the ones that I really don't think can change, but Munster hurling. I'd probably end up going for Cork or Tip. I don't know which. Maybe Cork. Okay, that's two for Cork. There's a there must be some uh, a couple of low ins from Cork in the in the in the parish here. <laughs> Is there something like that? But interesting choice. Of course, Cork have uh, created a lot of debate really with their the style of play in the league. Uh, that uh, running game again really to be saw in the the nineties uh, with them. But uh, I suppose let's take this one step further and I'll stay with you, Rogan, and, and then as well while we have you here. The overall uh, All Ireland uh, men's senior hurling competition. Um. I think yeah. I'd go for Galway because, again, like I said, I want to put down Galway in the ones that I can put them down in. So <laughs> if you're putting them down, you may as well pick the ones that the highest chance in. I think our hurling team have the best chance of winning all Ireland this year from looking at all all the teams. Obviously, the Camogie girls as well have a great chance, but uh, I don't think I could go against Galway in the hurling when they're playing so well. Okay, okay. So you're locking in the value. I think it's ten points available for Galway. Let's go back to back the back the side of the room then as well. Back to you, Kevin. There as well. You're next up on the screen here as well. Uh, your overall All Ireland winners. Um, first, I think Fergal did a good crack telling the lads these Corfin people know nothing about hurling. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're golf crack. I think I I I think it will be Galway Limerick final. Um, Limerick will be really hard to beat, but I want to go for Galway. Okay, okay. So there's some fight and talk here, a lot of motivation. Uh, Gary, you're next up here as well. As you see, you're doing a bit of juggling around. I think some of the, uh, go, some of the thoughts are running. Galway, yes, sorry, apologies. No, no, problem at all. It's, uh, I thought you were, some Ireland, of the predictions um, were scaring you there for a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm afraid of Fergal, that's all. Um, <laughs> they, Galway, go, Galway for an Ireland, thank you. Um, with the help of God, they, they get Limerick in a final and they, they knock some sense into them and hopefully we get back on top. Fantastic to see. Absolutely. That would please us all, uh, both on and off the game. Uh, Tom, are you joining, staying on board here as well? A lot of... Yeah, uh, I, I think prefacing it with Kevin's comment about our knowledge of Ireland, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, for, for sure. I'd be really hopeful that, um, you know, we, we get back to Crow Park uh, the last week and our last couple of weeks in August and that... Uh, we, we get a cut at, at Limerick in that. That would be nice. And uh, I'd definitely be back in Galway. Okay. Very good. And over to the expert here. Is he going to disagree? No, I'll have to agree. Um, the most thing that impressed me in Galway today, or this year so far, is probably the squad they have. Um, he's changed it around there a couple of times. And any lad that has come in has known everything that he, he should be doing. And nothing has changed within the team when there is a change in, in, in personnel. But... Like that's very impressive for any team to bring in new lads and, and, and for them to know their role straight off the bat is unbelievable and they haven't faltered at all. So there's there's no stopping Galway when things are going right for them. Okay, so what you're pretty much saying is as much as you slag that everybody from Curfin does actually know the hurling is that's what I got for that last couple of months. Pretty much, yeah, it? that's it. Very good. <laughs> Keep the room. We'll stay with you, Fergal. We'll, t we'll test your hurling knowledge a bit more in depth. Uh, again, this seems like another opportunity to gain a few more points at his course, the Joe McDonough uh, All-Ireland mm -hmm. um, Champions. Um, yeah. Bit of a mixed bag this really is. And I know Kerry, I know a couple of friends down there, they've been saying great things about them. Westmead, they're probably uh, one of the most common choices here here as well. Where, where are you thinking in, in terms of this competition? 
Uh, my knowledge on this one wouldn't be massive, all right, but because it's awful hard to get into something when it's not being shown on TV or the likes of, without going to any games. You don't know rightly what's going on. Um, but uh, as you said, Westmead would be up there as, as favourites for this and Kerry like straight in behind him. Um, I know a few Westmead lads now and they have a go I'm playing with them now, uh, David Lennon. So he should he should bring an awful bit more to their squad or to their team. Um, the likes of Tommy Doyle there, full back, he's an absolutely unbelievable player like he, he'd walk onto any of the squads if he was if he was um, on the or onto the teams may I say um, I'm probably going to go for the, the bigger points one in this one uh, I'll probably go for or a carry I'd say in this one Okay well the biggest points if anybody is looking because I think uh, with the greatest respect uh, is a competition that we probably know least about I know personally and it was the one I would okay. know least not that probably an argument to say what do I know about anyone but that's a different conversation but me that 15 points is the outside one there if you're trying to get value and uh, I think that's one that we'll be having a bit of debate back and forth on uh, I won't uh, put anybody under 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 pressure try one that's uh, uh, trying to go through the, the room with this one but that is one that I would say is it's another one to to get value and to get uh, charity up the table there because there is a there's a there's a wide scope of points there as well We'll keep with you, Fergal, and then the last one then that we have available in this competition is the Camogie All-Ireland winners. Um, I think there's probably going to be a bit of home bias again in, in this one. So. Um, as as, as Ro- uh, Roisin said, uh, when you can book Galway in something, you're going to put them in it. And um, from seeing the ladies play there the last couple of years, they're a phenomenal force. Uh, they lost the league final there. They were up at halftime. They probably will be disappointed with that. Um, but from talking to maybe one or two of them, I know of a cousin under uh, Tara. Um, from talking to them, like they were disappointed, so that should drive them on another step. So I, I, I'd see Galway going a long way, if not winning it this year again. You're locking in Galway, then, are you? Staying Galway, this time. Very good, very good. Uh, come to you next, Tom, as well. Uh, uh, value or our heart going here, the home back, or where, where are you thinking? Yeah, I, th- I think it goes back to you know where you have the opportunity to back Galway to win all Ireland, um, you know, then you will. And, you know, definitely, you know, watching the Camogie ladies for the last couple of years, you know, probably unlucky in hunger got uh, Kilkenny over the line last year in the all Ireland final. Um, but, you know, have real quality in their, in their team and would be hopeful that they can, I suppose, bounce back from the all Ireland and league defeats and, uh, extract a bit of revenge um, over Kilkenny in the final this year and of course they are it's one of those where there's actually a bit of value in Galway as well Kilkenny are the favourites with two points uh, but Galway are available on seven points there as well so that is a, a nice uh, nice little value points value there as well it combines both both of us um, Kevin uh, you you staying on board or going with the home runner with uh, Kilkenny after the recent league victory or how much of an impact do you think that'll leave on, on Galway, say, for instance? Cork, of course, yeah. there as well. I think in Galway, have, I think Galway have a fantastic chance, um, you know, based on what they've done the last few years. And I know they have a very good squad, so uh, I have to dumb Galway in this one. Like, cool. it's, I think they're going to be there. It's going to be tough all Ireland semi final, all Ireland final for the top all Ireland to win. But I think both of Galway have very good. Please the crowd, Enos, as well. Gary, you doing something similar or looking for value? Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Galway. Um, they look very strong and I think they, they just kind of ran out of steam a little bit the last day in the league final, but they'll finish out much stronger come championship and they were being, they've been the unformed team, uh, I think, over the league to play the best stuff. So hopefully they can 
finish it off now with a Northern Ireland. Cool. And Rogine, uh, make this easy for us or go wild. Yeah, I think it's, I think, no, I think I have to go for the, the Galway ladies, definitely, definitely. Very good. Well, that's a that's an easy one. Uh, if God, if we can, uh, if uh, if we could, the whole world could agree with things, and as we do with some of our sporting occasions, our events coming up, I think the world will be a, a definitely a more quieter and peaceful place. But uh, no, that's been pretty much that is all the competitions available. Great to have everybody on board to have a bit of chit chat and to get a couple of insights as well into the mind process and what we're looking forward to, to the year ahead. But I suppose Tom, we'll go back to you here here now. Um, I suppose this is a competition that's becoming available uh, it's going to start off kick and start pretty shortly and then it's going to be shared around. It'll be shared on social media and no doubt um, within the club members as well through the various platforms. But I suppose uh, it would be great if everyone got together, supported the game, have a bit of fun as we've had here just in the last half an hour or so, a bit of chit chat. There is a good bit of excitement that comes through it. As you described, the bragging rights are so, are so important as well, but it's also important as well and the old cliche in these times as well just to as a fundraiser for the club as well and such amazing work that goes on in the club so the the floor is yours now again to to close us out here yeah so thanks jonathan and thanks everybody for your contributions it's been uh, really insightful as well you know in, in terms of where the championship is going um look we are embarking on this fundraiser it's it's really you know a very quick turnaround so we one week to get everybody on board and then we lock it before the galway ross common game uh, next weekend um, and all of the funds raised are going towards uh, grounds maintenance in Curfin and Belclare. So we're undertaking an extensive program of, of uh, maintenance and upgrades in the grounds and everything from, you know, the ball catcher nets being upgraded, pitch markings and, and all of the areas, I suppose, that we need to improve to, you know, enhance that player and spectator experience when they come to our grounds you know that we, we've better facilities and uh, all of those funds that are raised from this game will be going into that uh, grounds maintenance so appreciate everybody getting on board and supporting it as a fundraiser and uh, and having a bit of fun as well along the way it is it is one where yeah you have an interest long after you make your your predictions so you have, you have two months worth of fun with it very good. Well, I'd like to thank you all. And I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed the bit of chit-chat, a bit of slagging so far. And for a scan, you've gone gone easy on me, particularly even with that result as well. You're too used to winning. I think that's the that's the, the term as well. But thanks to Kevin, thanks to Gary, thanks to Rogine, and thanks to the other blow-in, Fergal, as well, for joining us. Thanks to James in the hot seat uh, for steering the ship here. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, keep an eye out. The, the links, as I said, will be shared. Everyone get on, on board. It is, of course, for such a an important cause as well and a certain amount of value and badly needed in these times but the, that is the Curfin Gaelic Games Championship Prediction Game and we hope you have a lot of fun uh, playing it and have a bit of slagging and uh, most importantly with it but for me Jonathan it's over and out and we will talk to you all very soon.